eat, drink, smoke, or we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. A rare Friday recording. We usually record over the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. Rare Friday recording. So if we missed anything that like broke over the last 48 hours, sorry. Because with the Jussie Smollett story, there's like something new <laughs> coming out every single second. The story is amazing. We're going to get to it. But first, uh, the, the drink. Um, we are doing the Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof Bourbon. This is 135 proof, Fingers Malloy, or as you call it, breakfast. Uh, 67 uh, 0.6%. That's you take the proof divided by two. Alcohol by volume. Now it's a bourbon. 51% corn. Uh, uh, American uh, first use charred uh, oak uh, barrel. This is from uh, the people over there at Heaven Hill, who I'm becoming more and more of a fan of. 75% corn, 13% rye. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of spice Ooh, level yeah. is on here. And 12% on the malted barley. This has been aged 12 years. Um, this is going to have you a lot of warmth. There's going to be a lot of heat. Uh, going on here, maybe a touch uh, of cinnamon uh, and, a, and a feel of kind of like oak all the way through. We start it the way we start it. We always start neat and then we'll move it to a cube if we see fit. Hold on, I'm going nose here. No, oh, they were not kidding. Is that cinnamon or is that or is that syrupy? I think that's cinnamon. Oh, that is a good nose. That is fun. Yeah, um, sometimes you'll, 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 uh, be trying smelling a, a, a bourbon and it'll kind of burn you. This has almost a touch of that, but mostly, but mostly, it's it's flavorful. Sometimes we get the bourbons and you, you really get into the into the fruits. I don't have fruit in this at all, at all, not a bit. April D. Gregory is just doing the Chattanooga chomp. <laughs> she, there is such thing as the Kentucky chew. Are you all right there? Is that too harsh for you? Is this it, going it, right on it a is, cube? It is. It is a. Hold it's on. harsh. Let me uh, let me get the water out of out of your harsh AF. There. Some people might say. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, this is a strong proof. Yeah. 135. This is the real deal. This is Fingers Malloy kind of stuff. Go ahead. Have we Go not ahead, done Fingers. this before? We've never done the the barrel proof. No, we've done other Elijah Craig's. Okay. We've done the Four Roses. Not the barrel proof. Not the barrel. I proof. always give oh. it two tries without the ice. First. How you doing there, Fingers Malloy? You all right? Uh, it's very good, but it's bold. All right, now I'm going. Oh God, April almost threw up. Oh, look at that! She tried. She tried like a, like like a like a big girl. Like a trier. Miserably. Hold on. Um, can I try this? I'm doing this. Do it. Oh God! Wow. Hey. Oh. Oh, if you want a bourbon that's like like when you think of bourbon. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <coughs> Wait I a second. I dig it. That opened up on the back of the palate. Big. Really? Because it's closing my throat right now. Uh, well, that's not the way it's supposed to work. Um, that was interesting. One of the way, one of the, if if you look at different reviews and different ways to look at this, they'll tell you about anise. You know, almost on the on the on the on the nose. I didn't get it on the nose at all. That could be the kind of the kind of sweet that I'm getting going on. It got it almost flowery. On, on on the back floral literal floral notes wait a second hold on wait that is cool yeah now don't get me wrong this is strong I've had I've had better bourbons bourbons at least I enjoy more uh, but this is this wow did you get your ice chips for uh, his ice chips already melted my, they melted so oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try a new plan um this is uh, yeah because I do two chips and and the uh, the people here, uh, fingers in April, they do a, a giant. Oh, cube. it's not too bad with the cube. No, that's, that mellows it out a little bit. I'm telling you, that's uh, all right. Oh, this is much more your style of bourbon. Yeah, this I, is stronger. I like to, this is bigger. I, I like it to punch me in the face a little bit, and and it, this definitely does it. And it, it especially on a cube, have the cube melt just a little bit. I, it opens. So you it want up. the water I, in there to open it up? Yes, and and I I don't really like other than coffee. I want my beverages cold, so. Um, it it for me it's much better on the big cube. No, this is it, listen. It's 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 not a uh, it's not for the faint of heart. Not at all. Not at all. Ooh, and it's sticking with me. Like it's there. It's there and the, it's in the back of the throat. It's like, not going. I told you, and it's not going away. It's not going away. That's weird. It's a yeah. April it's, April could not be happier right now. It, it, it's 
It is going to. Okay. Oh, wow. She just handed it. Okay, had like then. three glasses of champagne and two bottles of wine last night. So I even took your what cue. What happened to you last night? There was the big old Purdue game. Oh, can we? All right. Oh, NCAA. Uh, April D. Gregory never went to Purdue, but she decided she's Would a Purdue fan. Stop it. And now she's so obsessed. She's following them. Uh, she's all about the, the Purdue Boilermakers um, and uh, their marriage proposals. It's indecent. It is indecent. Not as indecent as Jussie Smollett, but it's. You see what I did there? I see what that you did there. That was a segue. That was perfect segue. Huh? This is the craziest case in all of America. Flat out unbelievable. You know the story of Jussie Smollett. He's the actor from the show Empire. He's the guy who engaged the hoax, right? Said he was attacked by white guys uh, screaming, uh, this is MAGA country. Make America great again. Put a noose around his neck. The police said he did this to himself. He paid these two Nigerian brothers, trainers, to do this. Smollett says, no, I paid them for training. What do you, you know, they train me to, to, I don't know, lift weights or do something. Um, this is ridiculous. The police lay out all this evidence. The grand jury, 16 counts, I think fraud. Uh, or Oh, no, no, it was disorderly conduct. Could have given him 48 years in jail. And then the state's attorney, Kim Fox, all of a sudden decides, uh, no charges. She decides this without telling the police, Eddie Johnson, the superintendent, not telling the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. I'm no fan of Rahm Emanuel, but didn't tell the mayor. And then the story comes out that she received a phone call from a woman named Trina Chen, who used to be an aide and chief of staff to Michelle Obama, the, the first lady. That phone call was to set up a phone call between uh, the state's attorney, which I think we would call a district attorney in most other places, right? But this is Illinois. Um, between her, Kim Fox, the state's attorney, and the family of Jesse Smollett, who decides, hey, this is all irregular. This doesn't make any sense. Next thing you know, she's dropping all the charges. Oh, my gosh. Here's where it gets crazier. This is, I mean, this story has got layers. I mean, it's no longer even about Jesse Smollett, even though that guy is a criminal. That dude's a criminal, and he is so pompous. He still wants to tell us he's innocent. He, he's up for an NAACP image award. What? Since this happened? Yeah. He's up for an NAACP Image Award. He's going to the awards, and the host, Anthony Anderson from the show Blackish, hopes he wins because, you know, usually uh, the, 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 the system hurts black people, and I'm glad to see uh, that he got helped in this case. Oh, the racial wow. issues and the racism and the it's, it's madness. But I want to get back to Fox really quick because the story was was that the, the, super, the, uh, the, the state's attorney, Kim Fox, had recused herself from the case because she had this communication with the family. Turns out she never did it. When you recuse, it's a formal thing. She never engaged formally. She simply gave it to somebody else in the office. So she was still around and involved. The National Association of District Attorneys, the, India, the uh, Illinois uh, Bar Association people, they're infuriated. They have laid out in letters all of the infractions and violations and misrepresentations uh, of Kim Fox. I was talking with a guy by the name of Rafer Weigel. He's with Fox 32 in Chicago. He is telling me her career is done. Her career is done. And the question is, why would you go about dropping all the charges against this dude and ending your career this way? This was all going to come out. I mean, this thing about the, the uh, aide to Michelle Obama and stuff. There are text messages and emails that people have seen. Why would you do this? So there's a question about what did somebody have on Kim Fox and you do this and we won't do the other thing. There, it, Chicago is an amazing place. I'm, I'm shocked that there is any kind of corruption like this in the city of Chicago, Tony. So, uh, so I want to break it down into its, its three parts. Is there anybody left who believes Jesse Smollett didn't do this to himself? The NAACP, apparently. He's up for an image award or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah, I mean, oh, he is. He is up for an image award. I don't, I don't know what, what the specific uh, award is, is, is for him. Um, maybe they already made the nomination or, or whatever it is. I, I think they did it after the fact. But the guy did it. Eddie Johnson, the, the superintendent of police, laid it out. And in case anybody wants to say, well, Tony, you're white, you don't understand, and they're black, and bite me. Eddie Johnson is black, and he was out of his mind livid when that first press conference happened because uh, Jesse Smollett claimed there was a noose around his neck. And Eddie Johnson's like, you use a symbol like that for your own financial betterment because the reason he did this hoax, allegedly, was to get a better deal from the show Empire and get some more cash. 
he was outraged. So how is this a, a you know a, a racial thing if the chief of police, if you will, the superintendent of police is black? Jesse Smollett's black. What's the? There is a certain percentage uh, in this society who will always believe someone accusing the cops of wrongdoing. And, I, and that, that's not a black thing. There, that, that's that's just a, a, a thing in our that's society. That's a social justice thing. Right. And I have said this before, that uh, 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 over the past couple of days, what's it like for Eddie Johnson? This is a man who worked himself up through the Chicago Police Department. Couldn't have been easy. Not in that city. Worked himself up to positions of leadership to be the superintendent. Sees a black man using a noose for his financial gain. Lays out the case. Make sure that his investigators do all the work. And then you know what he got told this past week? Yeah, you're black, but you wear the blue, so it doesn't count. But Jussie Smollett, social justice black. And by the way, that would apply to social justice white or social justice anything. As long as you're of the right mindset. See, it's not about skin color. It is about mind. It's like, as, as we've always said, and, and April, you can attest to this, if you're conservative and a woman, you're not really a woman. Correct. I mean... You've, you've experienced that. We've seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how dare you even think it? You're not a real woman. If you're Jewish, like myself, and a conservative, you're not really Jewish. A million times. I, I've experienced that one there. But don't you think, Tony, because of who contacted her, that maybe she was willing to put her career on the line? Because I, I have a sense that somehow, somewhere... Along the line, she's going to be taken care of. Tony. No, that's the she's thing. I think f- she's going to be taken care of. She's she was find, promised that this wasn't going to right. end her career. Someone's going to hire her to do something. Even if she gets fired, she's going to be set somewhere in somebody's office or doing something for somebody, probably in D.C. So let's make the argument that because Jesse Smollett knows Kamala Harris, the senator from California running for president, and because um, uh, uh, Jesse Smollett clearly had a relationship with the Obamas, Kim Fox was willing to give up her entire career as state's attorney and whatever that may have led to in, in the state of, of Illinois. She's, re- she's willing to give all of that up. I mean, we're, we're, we're basically saying, oh, he's connected. So therefore, she, you know, and that's how it happened. How in the world did Jesse Smollett get connected to those? I mean, you want to talk about some of the two of the most powerful women in all of America. There you go. I, that's what ha- I don't have those. You know who I have? April D. Gregory. That's what I got. I, and it's getting you places. If you don't think I'm a Michelle Obama, I mean, uh, everybody else does. May, may I throw a prediction? Sorry, out? Queen. Uh, at some point in the next 10 years, she will either be candidate for uh, mayor in the city of Chicago, oh or she will be a candidate for a governor of the state of Illinois. Oh, she could win governor of, of the state of Illinois. I'm curious. Uh, Michelle? I, no, 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 no. Kim K- Fox. Kim, Kim Fox. Fox. Okay. Kim Fox. And then she will run uh, no, for some cause... sort of higher office. She'll get her beach house, which is, no. this is what it's all about, part of the scam, uh, wherever you can raise money through politics. This is what's going to happen. And she'll either become a political candidate in the city of Chicago uh, or the state of Illinois, or she will be working for uh, a private law firm, a nice cushy little job because she... Uh, She's going to get her cushy job, but too many people like the Chicago PD and the current mayor are ticked about this. She's not going to become elected. By the way, I don't want to sit here and uh, uh, sing the praises of Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel said the only reason Jesse Smollett did this is because Donald Trump has created a toxic environment in the United States. <laughs> what the? What? Everything is Trump's fault. It's exhausting. You people are crazed. If, if honestly, if, if anybody actually believes this is Trump's fault, please seek help immediately. But that's where he went to. So he's upset with Jesse Smollett. He sent Jesse Smollett a bill. Oh, the mayor sent Jesse Smollett a bill for one hundred and thirty thousand nice. dollars for wasting the police's time. And uh, the response fair. from his legal team is, um, "You should be apologizing to Jesse Smollett, not sending a bill." Like they think that that they're in in the right here. It's crazy, Tony. If he and I'm not saying he needs to do this, but if he opened up a GoFundMe tomorrow, he would easily raise that one hundred and thirty thousand oh, yeah. dollars mm-hmm. and more. Maybe this was just a strategy. Do you want to start our this own? This is family? how he's going to. Ra- he, this make, is how he's going to grift. Get justice for Jussie. Help us raise money to make sure Jussie Smollett gets the justice he deserves. But it's it's to, it's to sue him, right? We won't say that part. We'll just say justice for for for, for Jussie. 
Well, we won't just be very tongue. specific, and we'll just keep the money for ourselves, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because it's going to be millions of dollars. Oh, bourbon and cigars for everybody. That would be a wild and fantastic party. Are you back to the bourbon? Are you Are you, Are you? I passed, up? I passed mine away to fingers. Really? Yeah, he's already, he's finished his, and he's working on mine now. Oh, that is so good, especially, you, you let the ice melt into that a little bit. Oh, it is, it's fantastic. I gotta admit, it's good. But it is strong, man. It is very, very It is flavorful. much more bourbony as opposed to um, uh, a sweet. And I think that that, that that mix of rye there adds, it, that, that's a, an, a nice hit of spice. Dennis Leary used to have a bit about old men sitting at the end of the bar doing whiskey face. You know, they drink their cheap whiskey and they've got that uh, kind of look on their face. This is as close to giving me a whiskey face as any bourbon we've tried so far because of how strong is it Dennis is. Is Dennis Leary one of those guys accused of stealing content? Stealing jokes? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. I've never... I, I don't want to be sit there and accuse him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I'm just not a... Not a not a fan. Oh, You're not a fan of people who steal things. Oh, I'm not I a fan of people who steal things. I did not know that. It's, it's it's like Carlos Mencia. I'm not interested. You know. <laughs> but he was the you know he was part of that uh, alternative comedy wave in the '80s uh, with Sam Kinison and uh, 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 Andrew Dice Clay. Different styles, but that kind of rock and roll comedy. I mean, all those ads on MTV that he used to do those little vignettes. Right. Uh, no, I. I heard things about Dennis Leary that he was, uh, there was a reputation out there that he would lift things from other comedians. Yeah, if you, and I, I, listen, uh, this is allegedly. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's a Sue Happy Cat. That, well, I know, mean, searching his name on, <laughs> on Google, hoping he could find yeah. three schmucks with a podcast. Like, finally, <laughs> now I'm going to get that bourbon cash. I've always liked Dennis Leary. But, and, and the other thing, too, is you talk to comedians, and they're, they always claim someone else is ripping them off. So it's not well, like... Oh, no, no, no. So, so comics with, with a level of sour grapes. Listen, I, I can't say this is true of every comic I've ever met. I can say this is true of uh, a couple of comics I know personally to say, in my experience... The single most miserable people on planet Earth, and they <laughs> do it to themselves, and I don't understand it. I don't. Maybe that's why I've never been a stand-up comic. I can do funny, but stand-up is like a whole different kind of kind of thing. Like you give me a crowd and a microphone, I can do the work. Stand-up is 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 special, is unique, and I and I have a, a huge respect for it. But the people who I know who are stand-ups, absolutely miserable, and and they are all wondering the same thing: Why don't you think I'm better than I am? How come you're not singing my praises? They're insanely narcissistic. Oh, that, and they love themselves. Oh, yeah. Familiar. Speaking of loving themselves, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> See what I did? Also narcissistic. See what I did? Um, does he have a career again? Yes. Yes. He'll be fine. You're the two worst people. I don't want to admit it clearly. It's, it's annoying me, but like you, you he'll be have fine. Not, you have looked away more in this conversation. Because I'm very April. disgusted by all this. And I didn't know some of these details, and they're just ticking me off right and left when you, as you're saying them. So Kim Fox is going to have a job. Jesse Smollett's going to have a job. Rahm Emanuel, who's blaming Trump, is going to have a job. They're all, and no, nothing changes. It just keeps it. Does, does he go back the, to Empire? That's the question. Does the Chicago chief of police go rogue and lose so his job? follow this one. With, hold on really quick, and we'll get back to Jesse Smollett. So the police released the file they had on Jesse Smollett, the first part of the file. At that moment, all of a sudden, there comes a new court order. Because there was a question on the first court order which sealed the case, whether or not it involved that engaged the police in sealing them. So the police start releasing. Not leaking. It was released via a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act request. Um, then there's a new court order sealing everything. Now, on top of that, Kim Fox says that the case was sealed inadvertently and is going to be unsealed. Oh my and then God. a couple hours later said, case is sealed. It's 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 clown show. Tony, don't you feel like this case should be sealed because we haven't seen the full Mueller report? <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> hate to I drop just a really few. Really hate when people <laughs> act like I'm stupid and treat me like I'm stupid, and that's exactly what they do in Chicago. They are crooks. They're the worst kind of people, politicians, and they just think you're stupid, and they think they're going to pull a fast one on you. Wow. It's not that. You it's, have to see her body language. Yeah. She is looking away from us. Right? We're at this table. We're at a, we're at a different table this time uh, at, at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, uh, Pittsburgh, Nashville, and Houston, blendbarcigar.com. 
arms crossed. She's got like this, this, this pucker on her face like she just ate lemon and she's questioning your life choices. Uh, it, it's that kind of, it's that kind of, 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 of look. It's wow. almost as if she's treating us like all this was our idea. Right. <laughs> right. We're the two guys who engaged the attack. Well, by proxy, if it was all Trump's fault and you guys sometimes say nice things about Trump, then it must be your fault, too. Man, this is why you can't yeah. have nice things. It's true. So we have determined Jussie gets a job. He's gonna be, is he going back to Empire is the question? No. You think Empire is going to just stay away from him? Yes. Uh, wow, April. Maybe you should just sit this one out. He'll be on the series. Oh he'll be on the series finale. This one should have been the live video. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll be on the. He'll be on the series finale. Oh, It'll think? be a ratings grab. Yeah, absolutely. And, and meanwhile, you know, Roseanne Barr won't be able to be on TV ever. Oh, again. oh, bring back Roseanne. I've already put that out on Twitter. Bring back Roseanne immediately. What Roseanne said about Valerie Jarrett is inexcusable. Please stop comparing any human being to a monkey. Stop it. It's ridiculous. You can't win. It's never going to be funny. You're only going to lose everything, and you're a moron. That said, it's not as bad as uh, we're ranking these things. What Jussie Smollett did is worse. Give Roseanne back a show. I want Roseanne Barr back on TV. I want Roseanne Barr on this podcast. Book that, April. All right. Get me Roseanne Barr. I will fly her out to Indianapolis, and she'll do the podcast. All right. I will fly her out, and I will put her up at the finest Best Western. I will do it. Top of the world, They have a a continental I feel like that's where the Connors would have stayed. Oh, definitely. No, that's That's, probably above there. Yeah, they're they're staying at the Microtel. Who are the Connors? Oh, that's the family. Oh, you already knew that? Did I I just ruin the joke? I don't watch TV shows about things and stuff. Roseanne Barr should be back on TV, and I want her here on the podcast. Yes. Yes, I do. That has to happen. In central Indiana, surrounded by her people, Tony. I don't know what even that means. Huh? There are all kinds of people in central Indiana. The 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 blue collar type folks. Bill O'Reilly calls them the folks, Tony. Do you, uh, st- do you think Indianapolis is actually just an episode of One Day at a Time from 1976? Yes. No. And Schneider's going to come from around the corner? Who's Schneider? <laughs> I was going to make a Bonnie Franklin reference, too. I'm all about it. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. Good to be with you. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. If you've ever been, this is where to go and grab a smoke. April needs a light. That's Nick right there. Uh, if you can't see him on the podcast, it's okay. Nick provides uh, the lights up here at Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com. And appreciate, you know, people have been asking how the podcast is going, and we're getting into the cigar portion. We're doing the La Polina Red Label. Uh, today it's a great brand. We're talking about Ecuadorian in the in the wrapper and in the binder, and in the filler is is Nicaraguan and Dominican. Uh, a bunch of white pepper going on right there. Incredible smoke coming off this thing. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but people have been asking how the podcast is going. The podcast is going great because you've been going to iTunes and subscribing. You've been subscribing uh, over there, uh, uh, eat, drink, smoke, and giving it a five star review and telling your friends. And we appreciate it. We need so many more. Of those, but because it's been so successful, the downloads are growing. The videos that we do, because we do all, the video that you see on, on on the Facebook page, on the Tony Cuts Radio uh, Facebook page, that's that's only part of it. That's only part of the podcast. The whole podcast is at Eat, Drink, Smoke, and then the Snack Size Edition. We put out another episode midweek. Um, because of the success, uh, thrilled to say uh, we've got sponsors. We've got sponsors to the podcast and no response or thought or joy from April D. Gregory on this whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> that was, I'm so glad you showed up to rehearsal. Uh, and uh, so, so huge thanks to Fanimation, uh, a sponsor of the uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. Now, we're in a different spot for our video here, so you can't really see behind me. But let me tell you about the fans of Fanimation. Here at Blend Bar Cigar, they do a lot of work with, of course, air circulation. The uh, when you go to a cigar lounge, the smoke eaters, how they're able to get the smoke out, the volume of that, and how they're able to engage the circulation. That matters. Fanimation, they make fans. Fanimation.com. On Twitter, Fanimation, they are the ones who make all the fans here at Blend Bar Cigar. So they'll make them for your place of business or really uh, for your home. We've got the little fan uh, right here. I actually have a, a mini fan right here like, like, like April has. They actually have, they're, they're right here in Indiana, but uh, you can get them all over the country. They're sold at, at, at major stores, the big box stores, things like that. And here, 
in central Indiana, they've got basically a museum. They have the Fanimation Museum. It's the Museum of Fans. It's incredible. It's a family business. It's grown huge. It's it's very, very cool. Fanimation.com. And so uh, April went to go visit them and and uh, and well she she brought us she brought us little fans and uh, and and we've got this cool tabletop fan right here. But you saw like you saw like everything they do. All the all Oh the my gosh. Ones. I had no idea fans could be so cool and fashionable. Like you just think a basic fan, but there's like the big fans like you have here that are for more industrial, but then they have your house fans, your indoor fans, your outdoor fans. Uh, you can you can custom and pick the blade color or type. You know you want the different. You want cherry wood or you want the the modern metal type look. You pick what you want and you can customize it. And they have all these. You know they got the catalogs. They got uh, which you can find online, but they actually yeah still you can do find it all catalog. online. And then, like you were saying, they have, um, you know, and then there's, there's a price range op- options, right? And you just pick what you want. I had no idea fans could be so cool. And then they had the museum, too. You can visit in Indianapolis. Uh, well, actually, in Zionsville. It's a little town called Zionsville to the north and, and touch to the west of, of, of Indy. Yeah. And so in the museum, they have, um, like, the first fans ever made all the way, the, the progression of the history of fans, including one that, I don't remember, is Thomas Edison or... Ben Franklin, one of the two, they created a fan where you're sitting in a chair. I'm pretty sure it was Estelle Getty. Push it, yeah, girls. right. It was Betty White. Um, How's she doing? Oh, not well, not well. Fingers. So this this fan that one of them created, you're stepping on a pedal to get a flap above you. So literally, you're working up a sweat. Right to cool to, down. To cool down. I'm like, oh, okay, but it works. Well, when um, it was 9,000 degrees and the humidity in South Carolina, you were thrilled to have anything. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> if you're a fan collector or if you didn't know fans could be so cool, you should go there. Yeah. Uh, so, so Fanimation, appreciate them. If you stop by Blend, the ones they have here by the by at least the barrier, you can get this in your house. They're belt driven, so it's mm-hmm. like one fan that has a motor, and then like the three other fans are all connected by these belts that are all exposed. It's it's very. Very cool. So, so many cool options. Appreciate uh, the people at Fanimation, Fanimation.com, Twitter, uh, Fanimation. Let them know that you heard about it. Let them know. Thanks for, for sponsoring the podcast. Absolutely overjoyed and thrilled uh, that they're a part of uh, the show. Let me get back to the red label here. So this is a Gordo. So I'm going to say this is about a, a 56 uh, ring gauge. This is a pretty, this is bigger, right? So ring gauge, the 56 refers to the how fat it is around, up to up to really a 64, up to about an inch around. And then there's the length of the cigar. And this is, uh, I think it's a six inch uh, cigar. Um, I'm, ta- I'm serious about the white pepper, right? It's But it's not Overdone. So this is not a full-bodied cigar. This is more of a medium a cigar from the La Polina line. Um, and and because it's, you know, Ecuadorian, it's going to be a little... I find that the Dominicans are much stronger. It's, it's not usually where I go. Nicaraguan is where I usually uh, go. There's great smoke out of this. When you get into that second, third, some of that, that, that white pepper spice is going to calm down a little bit. You're going to get a little more into the cedars. You're going to get now a touch of, of sweet. Uh, I, one, one guy referred to it as graham cracker sweet, and I'm not sure what that actually means. I think he made up something up, <laughs> but 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 I, I, the whole line and there are so many. There's the there's the the traditional gold and, and the Goldie, the Mr. Sam. Uh, there's there's the black label. Try try every one of them because these are very good cigars. What the Mr. Sam? Does that make you giggle? No, I'm just laughing at myself, fanning myself. <laughs> My hair's blowing even in need the wind. The podcast, everybody. She's totally fine. Uh, um, I just wanted to get to price point really quick. Sure, you can find these for on, on like like this, the red label, ten to thirteen a stick. So sometimes we're reviewing cigars that are like 30 bucks, and, and I get it. That's not an everyday cigar. You're not doing that all the time. 10 to $13, you can have these in your home humidor, and you will never, ever go wrong. Now, uh, let me ask you a question as a, a novice, because I've had people ask me this question, and I was not able to answer it. How do they get the spice in the cigar? How do they season a cigar to where they have the pepper? Oh, it's not seasoned. Well, how do, no, no, no. It's, it's, about, it's about the primings. Uh, it's, it's about how they uh, engage the tobacco, where the tobacco came from, where it was grown. Uh, different areas, because of the soil, are going to give different flavor profiles. Where it is on the stalk. Right, more sun. It's going to have uh, some more, some more spice. You know, so how all of that works, the climate and everything else. That's what that's what makes blenders, the, these master blenders, so incredible. Is that they so understand what it is that they're farming? Because remember, in the end, these are farmers, right? It's like it's like it's like people who make wine. In the end, they're not, they're not winemakers. They're farmers. 
right? No, not corn. Well, you could say that about the bourbon guys too. I mean, except that they don't usually grow the corn. But the the winemakers, the the, the, the cigar blenders, they're, they're farmers at heart. They understand the earth. They understand where it comes from, and therefore they're able to 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 do with it what they will and create something great and better. I'm a big fan of of La Polina. Are there cigars out there that are more flavorful that will give you some more texture and depth? Absolutely. But in terms of of, of price to a, to a value of enjoyment, La Polina, you will never. I, I have not in all my years, and I started. I mean, in, in my cigar days, La Polina was one of those cigars years ago. I've it's you you I've never gone wrong ever. But there's no seasoning of the no. tobacco in any way. Okay. No, not at all. So that would so that would be a flavored cigar. So acid, for example, ACID is an example of a flavored uh, cigar. That, that's what they're called. Acid. I know. I've, I've used to have acid blondies. Oh, d- really? Yes. Did you like them? I mean, this was when I was just starting out the cigar world. Right. So, as a as a thirty year old chick, yeah. <laughs> Would I smoke it now? No. No, because because you've got a palate. Because now. I know better now. Because you got a palate now. Just oh. like you don't still drink Coors Light, you you upgrade Hold on yourself. A Hold on, fingers. You, you don't drink Coors Light anymore. No. What, what do you drink? Uh, a, a nice porter or stout. Oh, drink really? light beer? No. You don't, you don't drink any of that stuff? No. Light, Bud Light? Natty no. Light? No. 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 Which is the most impossible word that to was say in the world? College. College. Okay. Oh, yeah. Geez. Look who's fancy. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. I could see you uh, down in a six pack of Coors on a Sunday, Tony. Uh, well, I am hipster. Okay. Can we have a question real fast? <laughs> sure. I got bangs today. How did we feel about my bangs? Well, considering that it's a podcast and no one can see them, uh, I'm going to have to say they look terrible. I'm asking they you guys. They look terrible. They, they're, they're, ju- they're just the worst. You know what they do? They accentuate your giant head. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It's just like it's like it's hard to look at you. Your bangs. I'm just going to turn the other way. Good Lord. Can I talk about Major League Baseball? Yes, opening please. Day. It is opening day, and I would love to be really excited about this, uh, but it's baseball, and I just have no excitement in me whatsoever. Absolutely none. I wish baseball. Are you a baseball person? I am. You're a baseball. You're a basketball. You're a football. I am. Yes, All I'm sports. a sports person. Yes. Yeah, I, I've never been moved by it. But Hi, there are, April Gregory. Have we met? <laughs> but there is um, because of, of of opening day. All of these baseball parks have figured out that if you're going to get people to spend money, you have to give them value. So the food going on in these places, like. Uh, um, over here at Oracle Park. That's where the Giants play. The giant ice cream sandwiches that they'll roll in M&M's or chocolate chips or Fruity Pebbles, right? That's one of the things uh, that they're doing. You have Yankee Stadium and it's uh, avocado bites, so it's sliced avocado, deep fried, and served with the habanero sauce. No. Oh, yeah. Avocado fries. Nice. The habanero sauce. You may as well just take the habanero sauce and take it to the bathroom and dump it in the toilet. Wow. I mean, just wow. eliminate the middleman altogether. TMI. Just saying. I, I, I love an avocado fry. Uh, then you've got also at Yankee Stadium the crispy maple chicken sandwich and their version of the McRib. I love it. I love it. The Mc, By the way, the McRib Wait, is a Wait, do you like food. the McRib? I love okay. the McRib. I've tried it, and I, I had a couple years where I was really into it and you know the cult following of it. But now I don't think I would ever. No, I would never eat that thing again. Oh, I'm not saying it's meat. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm, I'm just saying that that. Oh, the McRib is. McRib you're going is in, You're going into that transaction knowing what you're getting. It's right, it, it, and yes. that's the thing. I know better now. So just like I'm saying, I'm not going to smoke an acid blonde or drink a Coors Light. I'm not going to eat a McRib. T-Mobile Park, which is the where the Mariners play, they have cuckoo fries. Um, they're going to change that name. They're going to change the cuckoo fries because the Mental Health Association is going to come after them and it's, say it's too many K's and you don't want anything with coo in it. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want the overtones. It's French fries with, topped with a uh, togarashi Japanese seasoning, red tobiko, which is flying fish roe, chili sauce, horseradish crema, and chives. Oh, for, for Christ's sake, get a hot dog. What, what is this? And Listen, it's named for, for, for their pitcher, uh, Kikuchi. Um, but I, I can see it. And that's just it. What do you mean go for a hot dog? It's no longer interesting. The whole point of this is that the food has gotten great. If you come to central Indiana and go uh, to the Indy 500, which, by the way, you should totally go to the Indy 500. It is There is no sports sure. experience on planet Earth. Super Bowl, pff, 
There is no sports experience on planet Earth. Super Bowl's like, cool. Like the Indy 500. All right, Super Bowl could be cool. The Indy 500 is amazing. And they've done a huge job there with food and building that up because people want experience, man. And they can bring their own Coors Light in with them if they want to. Oh, you can, yeah, that's true. That is true. They'll totally bring their own Coors Light in so with them uh, right there. Uh, there was one other one. Here's the thing that I – listen, okay, I, I don't want to get gross here, but – I'm wait, seeing some wait, of these. You don't butt that. But I'm seeing some of these. Don't want to get here. But I there is nothing but worse. But look at this. this is <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nothing worse uh, on the planet than going to a stadium bathroom and having to use it. This is the truth. And some of these foods, you're Maybe like, a oh, gas station oh wow. I mean, a half hour later, you have to know who you are. You're, you're making a <laughs> you're, you're you're making a. a Sprinters like run to the toilet when you're looking at some of this stuff. Habanero sauce, uh, uh, nacho explosions, things like 18 different toppings with chili and cheese and all that stuff. It's like just get a freaking hot dog, man. What, well, what? I, the problem is stadiums and you know, particularly in baseball, are having a hard time getting the crowd out to the park, and you have to have these things to get people there. You know, the hot dog's not going to draw somebody again. There's so many uh, fans of baseball, but at the same time, it's a very long game, and people are starting, younger people are starting to travel away from being baseball fans. Tony, yes. Look at this. From uh, Globe Life Park where the in Arlington, where the Texas Rangers play, it is called the Fowl Pole. F-O-W-L. It is a two-pound chicken tender. Hand-battered and fried. Right here, it's right here. Oh, wait, it's, it's right. It's right there. That's oh, what wow. two pounds of meat looks like right there. And then the best part is it comes with a little ramekin of honey mustard. <laughs> like, you're going to be able to dip this giant piece of, of bird. That doesn't end well if oh. you eat that. Two pounds of fried chicken. I would do it right now. Challenge accepted. Oh, yeah, I could totally do it, too, but well, I probably wouldn't. No, but maybe you could share. What do you think about that? Who are you sharing with? I would eat myself. I'm just saying he. You like a chicken tender, right? No, you want Not the hot two dog. Two pounds. Two pounds. Yeah. Oh. Share yeah. with your friends, fingers, Malloy. Bring it Sh- on. Give me a piece. Bring it on. So all this food is going on. I love it. I love it because a, it's fun, and b, in in many ways, it's getting people to try things that they don't normally try, and and anything that does that. I'm thrilled by. There's a minor league ballpark uh, outside, I believe, of Grand Rapids, and they do a burger, and they use a Krispy Kreme donut for the bun. A glazed Krispy Kreme donut. They slice it in half, flip it up, they grill it, yep. and then put the burger. You can also get that at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Indy 500. Oh, nice. Oh. And the Indiana State Fair. Indiana State Fair. And probably Fair. every other state fair by this As point. Well. Can you do Because yeah, those, those have been around for a decade. Yeah, you see, Fingers, you thought you brought something interesting to the mix. Yeah, those have been around for a while. Is, you don't know anything. You're just, you're just so behind the times. Oh, my God. Hey, have you heard of Bluetooth? Well, no, I wanted to open a restaurant called State Fair, and all it is is, is fair food. So you could go in, you get a uh, deep-fried Twinkie. Could we do a podcast there, you think? That would well, be part of the Eat, Drink, Smoke brand, yeah. yeah. I, I have a friend who wanted to open a restaurant, an egg roll restaurant. All, and anything you could think of wrapped in an egg roll. Anything. Pick the thing. Uh, uh, pulled pork wrapped in well, an egg roll. That's one of the... Uh, Chicken tender wrapped in an egg roll. There's, that's one of the exotic kind of foods at the ballpark at uh, Comerica exotic. Park. Exotic. At, uh, at, <laughs> egg uh, rolls are exotic. Well, no, no, no. At, at uh, Comerica Park, where the Detroit Tigers play, they are doing a Coney Dog egg roll where it, it's the, 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 the Frankfurter. Uh, and it's, it's bathed in chili, and then it's inside of an egg roll. Okay, that sounds amazing. All right, I'm in. I'm that in. We're sounds road trip. so good. This is good. So no, uh, thrilled by, by by this stuff. Not thrilled by a story that uh, came across the transom. Um, I, I think I've, I've got it somewhere here. Um, it is about flags. So this is. Did you um, email it to me, Tony? No, I, 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 it's, it's in there somewhere. There it is right there. In the halls of Congress, there are members of Congress, of course, and you've, they're their offices, and they have flags outside their office. And some of them, not, I wouldn't say everybody does, but they're American flags and, 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 and flags to different things. And very often there are flags to, uh, to uh, POWs, uh, prisoners of war. We're talking about serious stuff here, right? right. We're talking about a, a never-forget commentary. Um but the National Center for Transgender Equality 
has been delivering flags, transgender pride flags, and some members of Congress, including Kim Schreier of uh, Washington, replaced the POW flag with this transgender equality flag. I say this as, 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 as clear as day. You want to add another flag? I don't get, I don't get involved. You replace a POW flag? There is something inherently wrong with you and ugly about you mm-hmm. and less than about you. Mm-hmm. And I say this to everybody who's transgender who listens to the podcast, all seven people. Um, this isn't about you. This is about the ugliness of making the call that somehow the POW flag isn't worth putting up. Those people aren't worth remembering. If I can, if I can be as, you know, yeah, I'll be me. The POW has suffered more than the person who is transgendered. And I'm not saying that a person who's transgendered hasn't been yelled at or, or made fun of or, or anything else. The POW, the prisoner of war, people who didn't make their way back and we don't know what happened to them and people we do know uh, that, that they were imprisoned. And, and it's, 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 it, this is not equality. This is daft. This is some ignorant, disgusting crap. And it's got to stop. You can do two things at the same time. Replacing POW flags, there's, there's, there's no room. There's no room. There's no place. You, they, you will never, ever be correct. And I would say this to anybody who, who is transgendered. If you think that the flag should be replaced with a transgender pride flag, you're wrong. We're not going to agree to disagree here. You can put up a transgender pride flag. It's your office. Do anything you damn well please. Replacing it is madness. The pandering going on here is is so disgusting. I, if, I look, I don't know much about this congressman's district, but I'm guessing that they're putting this up, thinking, well, you know what, uh, my base probably doesn't like the military. See, I don't and, even know if it's about that. You don't I, think so? Well, wait, it, it, it could be about that, but I think it's to show how woke you are. It's not. It's not woke. It's it's nuts. It's it's so sickeningly disrespectful and ugly and forgetful we're supposed to not forget yet oh look i can i can i can virtue signal here with a flag let let me go to work well so so much of that pow mia flag uh what what it represents to a lot of people it really became prominent because of obviously the vietnam war and you know the the reaction from lefties back then was oh these were baby killers and the way that vietnam veterans were treated when they returned to to this country was absolutely despicable to 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 have that flag you know removed and then replaced with this i i just find it disgusting you know you got uh, tim ryan who's from ohio a democrat who did the same thing we have to be able to have two conversations at the same time we don't have to supplant. We don't have to replace. It's just it's it's an it's an ugly way to do things, and it's and it's it's not short sighted. It, it's it's pathetic. It's pathetic. This isn't this isn't worthwhile. And I got to tell you, if you if you're if you're transgender, and you think that this is a step forward, this isn't a step forward. Where what the hell's wrong with you? I don't care how you choose to live your life. I don't. Care. This is how you feel. Fine by me. I just don't want to be bothered. That's all there is to it. But you don't. You don't go about. I would be insulted if someone thought that that uh, they should replace the PO flag, POW flag with the flag of Indiana. Yeah, I think that's with with. Uh, I'm Jewish. With, with a star, of David. With a Jewish flag. What the? With, a, with an Israeli flag. What is that? Or a MAGA flag. Right. Oh my God. Exactly. It's just ridiculous. It's an embarrassment. But we live in the world of virtue signaling. We live in the well, we world have to of woke. Keep out virtually out virtual signaling everybody else. But that kind of cheapens the whole thing of they were insinuating then that okay, the virtual signal vir- I can't even say it because it's so stupid. <laughs> the virtue signal of the POW flag is okay, we're done with that virtue signal. So no, that's not what that flag was for. You're cheapening that by saying, Okay, time for the new cool woke thing. Uh, and then, you know, at some point there's going to be an even cool newer flag. No, if you if you want the flag, put it up with the other flags. But don't take down the PO, the people that gave you the right to freaking put the flag there in the first place. But it is virtue signaling, right? Yes. Everybody is so desperate to show how good, kind, decent, and moral they are, how loving and caring they are, how, how, how woke uh, they, they are. 
and and whatever they have to tear away to do that is fine. How are you woke if you're willing to close your eyes to to history, right? How does that how does that work? And I want to know who approaches them. What member of Tim Ryan's district there in Ohio is going to come to his office and say, "Hey, what the hell?" I'm waiting for the fundraising off the flag. Oh, conservative media attacks congressmen for replacing POW MIA flag with trans dad. Oh, yeah. Send $3. Here's this week's grift moment with Fingers Malloy. It's it's always look to the grift. Follow the money, my friends. My friends. We should start a GoFundMe to buy new flags to replace the. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I, I just don't want know. to know the grips. No, I'm not. I'm not, no, no, I just want them to recognize their yes. failing. Yes. Because I don't I care that they put up the transgender flag. They already have the flag. They took it down. My God, just get another pole. Head over to Home Depot and buy a stick. I'm I, look. I, I'm fine with the transgender flag. More power to you. Make a couple bucks off of it. We need an eat, drink, smoke flag That's that true. we can that we can sell for. Who for can the we folks. get? We can get Congressman Banks to put the eat, drink, smoke flag up in in, in his office. Yeah, yes. but don't replace the. He's the congressman from uh, the Fort Wayne area of Indiana, yeah. third district. Good don't, dude. Don't replace the POW oh, MIA the flag way, with the eat, drink, smoke. And flag. served. I wonder what he thinks about it. Mm-hmm. And served. I, I think he did. Uh, it was in Afghanistan. Yeah, I, be, I believe is is where. Uh, uh, he was. Um, we uh, we had done uh, an episode, and if you subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke, we appreciate it on iTunes. Eat, Drink, Smoke. We're also Google Play and also at Stitcher. But when you subscribe at, at uh, iTunes, it is unbelievably helpful. Give it a five-star review and write a review. The key is to write a review. That's what really helps us. And you can do that while you're, while you're listening to the podcast. Just, just head over there and, and write a review. Uh, Eat, drink, smoke. iTunes, greatly, greatly uh, appreciate that. Get that done. Uh, and when we last recorded, uh, we had the Mueller report in to the Attorney General. But we didn't have the summary of... Um, of, of findings from the attorney general, and that was no collusion, no obstruction. Now, on the obstruction side, you have the idea of, well, the uh, special counsel Robert Mueller kind of left it open, right? He, like I, I didn't find it, but here's here's what it is. You make the call. Well, the attorney general and the deputy attorney general kind of they made the call, right? Uh, Democrats want the thing. I want to on, on record. I want the report too. Right, I want the report as soon as possible, but I'm very okay with the Attorney General and the Special Counsel Robert Mueller redacting names that shouldn't be out in the public or or events that shouldn't be out in the public because they're they're classified. I I have no problem with that. What's what what? This feels very Breitbartian. Is it not not Breitbart.com right now? But uh, you know Andrew Breitbart with the whole drip 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 thing. There's part of me that feels like maybe there's a delay releasing this report. Just to let Democrats throw a fit, and then when the report comes out and it's a big nothing burger, it, it just continues to show what a sham this whole process was. Oh, okay. So it, that was a, that was a theory of a political. Is that a conspiracy theorist? Yes. Conspiracy, th- conspiracy theory. Hey, why not? MSNBC bases their whole business model on conspiracy theories. Why can't I throw a conspiracy theory out there every once in a For while? Five bucks. Right. <laughs> Save the democracy <laughs> by sending five bucks to Fingers Malloy. Um, uh, listen, it's 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 very very possible, but I think the, the 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 bigger story here is is that if if there was no collusion, like you're a Democrat running for for, for president, I think this was a big part of how you ran, right? This is how you're going to run against Trump, oh, yeah. Trump Russian spy, Trump Russian agent, Trump Russian whatever. Now you don't have it. Do you continue to say it because it doesn't matter? People believe it anyway? Like, have you done a good enough job of kind of ingraining this into people that regardless of the Mueller report, you can keep, like, dancing around it, saying it, and it'll still get you still get you Their voters? base, yes, is going to keep leaving because that's what they already believe. But the more moderate, more rational thinking people are going to be like, God, I'm sick of this crap already. You can't keep trying to feed me these lies. Well, MSNBC's already seen that in the ratings, but two days, what was it, two days after... Uh, there was a summary of the report saying there was no collusion. Beto O'Rourke was was speaking at a campaign event saying that President Trump, campaign uh, candidate Trump, was colluding with the Russians. It, there, there are going to be certain candidates uh, or people in Congress like Maxine Waters who will just refuse to acknowledge that there was no collusion. 
But I'm not Maxine Waters, right? That that's her business model, right? So okay. But I'm talking about you know you're, you're running for president and you're gonna you're gonna have to keep saying these things. You're gonna have to keep talking about these things, and people are gonna be like, wait, I I, I heard that. It, it, there was no collusion. So why are you still telling me there, there, there's collusion? And well, so maybe it's to the other side. Is it going to activate? Does it activate people who are independents to be like, holy crap, this really was a witch hunt? Well, I think you're, you're already seeing some people pivot, like Nancy Pelosi a couple of weeks ago saying you know, that we're not going to uh, – impeachment should not be a priority. Uh, in the House. And uh, and again, I think we need to say that uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and Mueller, clearly the Russians got to him, Tony. Uh, oh, of, of this. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's the adult in the room on the Democrat side of the table. It's 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 special. Listen, uh, uh, Trump did a rally in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh. And he was it was just it was all all uh, about this. And uh, Adam Schiff, uh, the Democrat from California, is a pencil neck. And uh, what does the that Democrats mean? are are a pencil neck, like pencil neck geek. Okay. Right. And uh, you never heard the expression pencil neck before? No. Oh, pencil neck geek, like thin neck. He's got the thinnest neck. Just call you a geek President if you're Trump. geek, right? Ah, use pencil neck. All right. right. He was looking for, for for something to do there. And uh, the the other part of it is it's like I'm curious, like our independents, right? The, these people are supposed to be the swing voters. Are they going to look at this and be like, yeah, they lied about? Trump and I have a job and and the economy's good, so you know what? I'm voting for the dude. Like like, do those people get? Could they be swayed into? Yeah, I saw the report, but still, I think Trump did. It. I think that it, it, at the end of the day, pe- most people vote based on their pocketbook, and if things are are going well right around election time, then Donald Trump will get reelected. So if, we're too re- early to it. That, yeah, of course, it's way it's too, too early. early. Yeah, it's just gonna, just gonna matter what happens in September and October of and November of. 2020. If the if the stock market completely tanks like it did in 2008, right before the election, right, uh, it's going to hurt Trump. I mean, we, we, it's that's why it always cracks me up when people are are, are making uh, these predictions a year and a half, two years before the general election. So many things could happen. What if uh, we have a military uh, action by China? You know, doing something uh, attacking. You know, we, we saw that piece by Kurt Schlichter. Uh, what was it last week talking about how we are woefully unprepared for Oh, there was a study that was done. There's a study done that if you take the United States and you pl- mock out a World War III scenario, a wartime scenario in the Pacific Theater with, with China or with Russia, we lose. We lose. And, and listen, there are huge military issues, right? There's issues with training. You don't have the ships at sea. You don't have the aircraft that are flying. And, and it's a funding issue. I mean, that's like a whole other uh, subject uh, for sure. But I, I just... I just wanted to go back to this idea of, like, does the, does the independent, does the person, not even the independent, does the person who doesn't pay attention to the political sphere, are they looking at this and saying, wow, Trump was right, it's a witch hunt? Or are they saying, I don't care, I think Trump's guilty because I don't like him? Even the person who's not paying attention is still sick of all the crap in the media 24 hours a day, seven days. And that's probably why they're not paying attention anymore is because they're sick of hearing Trump this, Mueller, 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 Mueller. Mueller, whatever it is, I say Mueller because it rhymes with Mueller, but Mueller, uh, they're just sick of it. That's why they're not paying attention anymore. And so I think some people are going to say, hey, you, ca- you kept shoving this down my throat and it was not anything. So screw you guys. I'm sick of this crap. Well, the, the people that, the people I who, hope. the people who hate Trump are going to try to find something in the report anyway. And notice how they're pivoting away from collusion now to obstruction of justice. So now that will be the, the, the new focus will be, did he obstruct justice? Oh, of course this is this is the, the focus. Yeah, of course they're, they're pivoting. So the diehard partisans are going to pivot to, uh, you know, the obstruction of justice. But will the, just the uh, middle-of-the-road voter look at that and say that they may say to themselves, how is he obstructing justice if he didn't commit a crime to begin with? So there's going to be an interesting... I think uh, it's interesting that you both think it's, it, we're not close enough to the election to be able to make that call. Um, right, because it's it is true. I mean, I think that's right. Like anything can happen. No, I think in general, yes, things are favorable for Trump right now. Um, it's, but you, you just don't know what might happen a month or two or three right before the election. So it, it's obviously too soon to say. Oh, but I think this is favoring him and helping him right now. I mean, you look back to the 2008 campaign. A lot of people point to when McCain suspended his campaign and went back to Washington. I lost my mind. And so that may have been something that helped cost him the race. I mean, that didn't happen in April of 2007. You know, so I mean, I lost my mind. I wasn't the biggest McCain fan. I'm not. But I just I didn't understand it. 
you, why would you have to suspend your campaign? You're, the, you're running to be president of the United States. If you can't do two things at once, well, then you're not ready to do the work. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. And that was Sarah Palin's fault. <laughs> oh. I kid. Uh, how you doing on the red label, guys? This is the La Polina uh, red label right here. Um, it is actually a touch stronger than I anticipated I, I, as, as a cigar. I really like it. Uh, pe- you know, quickly, Tony, people in uh, the chat on your Facebook page who are watching this video live over at uh, Facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio are asking about uh, if we're drinking bourbon right now. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, the bourbon that we're doing is the Elijah Craig uh, barrel, uh, uh, barrel strength, I think that's what yes. they call it. Um, it is like 135 proof. And it's right? outstanding. It's yeah, it's 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 strong. It's got a touch of uh, cinnamon, I guess is is how I would would describe it. There, there's a, a little bit of uh, a kind of a floral kind of on on the back of the palate. It is strong. It is absolutely strong. I still have my April. Do you want? Do you want? Uh, I here? do not want your bourbon. Thank wow. you for asking. Wow, I I you know, you offer a, a lady your bourbon. I believe uh, Fingers Malay would like it though. I already drank April's bourbon. Oh. Yeah. Still strong? Ah. Still get you? Mm. You need an ice chip or two in it. That's what you need. I feel like Madeline Kahn in Blazing Saddles. Ah, I feel refreshed. (laughs) Come on. Really? You never saw the movie, did you, April? What movie? Blazing Saddles. No, I haven't seen it yet. Yes. It's it's on my... (laughs) No, I have a list of movies to see. I, I have two lists. A list of restaurants I have not been to and a list of movies that I have not watched that are like big and huge that I need to see. Do you have a list of ways to make me sad? Because you just hit the top of the list. That was the top of my list for that list. But yeah, I haven't seen Blazing Saddles. It's on my list. History of the World. You need to see that. Oh, oh you need to see History of the World Part 1. Hold on. Look at me. Let me look at my list. You are, what, do you really have a list? Yes, it's on my notes, on you my phone. Do you have a list of movies that you haven't seen? I do. I just on, told, Oh my God, she's I, I'm dead serious. It's on my Is phone. Is that an iPhone X? It's the X Max. Uh, I, 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 how, how much money do you make? Well, you pay me very generously. Jeez. What is that? Um, History of the World is not on my list. Do you want to see the rest yeah, of my I, list? Yeah, here, the Inquisition. The list. All right, so these are the movies. Hold on, I need a moment. I need a moment. I'm so mad at you right now. I only glanced at the list. I'm so angry with you, I could scream. All right, here it is. These are the movies that April Gregory has not seen. Uh, fingers? Uh-huh. All right, take a breath. <sighs> like a Lamaze class, I have to breathe. Oh, he, he, he. All right. Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you just stare at her fingers, it's not good for podcasts. Daggers coming out of his eyes. Um, Blazing Saddles is number two on the list. Number three. Now, I'm warning everybody. This, this is your trigger warning. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw just this. so we're clear. <laughs> number three on the list. Die Hard. It's hard for me. Listen, I'm going to bail you out right now. It's okay. hard for me to be too critical of you because I've never seen any of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies. Wow. Uh, wow. In Mission of a Man. Yeah. Many of the uh, big blockbuster films of the 80s I've not seen. But, I mean, Blazing Did you Saddles. See Short Circuit? Yes. I love <laughs> Short yes. Circuits. Yes. All right. Uh, 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 number four. Again. Uh, uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. She is. She. I don't. I. I, I oh. See, this oh. is why they're on the list because they're ones I should have seen and yeah. need to see. And it's not like you should feel too bad. She also hasn't seen Reservoir Dogs. Clearly, an anti-Tarantinoite, right here. I like Kill Bill. Uh, did you see both of them? Yeah. Okay. No, I've never um, seen Kill Bill. Um, uh, White Christmas. Which movie is White Christmas? I think it's like some romantic thing or something. Okay, yeah, no Not- wonder. Gone with the Wind. Okay, that you that's should un- see. That's understandable. Th- that, that you should see. Um, again, again, hold on. Let me guess. It's coming. No, Let me guess. Go ahead, you guess. The Porky's Trilogy. <laughs> Have you seen? Um, hold on, I'm putting that on the list right now. <laughs> um, uh, Shawshank Redemption. I don't even understand. I don't Sorry. understand how you exist Shawshank should fit right up there with Field of Dreams in, in terms of okay. just power and emotion okay. and, and, and everything. All right? All right, it's true. You don't play catch with dad. Uh, but, you know, there's time with red, and that's, and that's good enough. It's right up there with Ishtar. 
St. Elmo's Fire. I've never seen St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, really? No. Okay. It's 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 Rob Lowe pay, playing saxophone without a shirt. You're gonna feel, love it. Oh, yeah, I right, like right, it. right in our wheelhouse. Patton. She has never seen Patton. She doesn't understand when you stick your hand into a pile of goo that used to be your friend's face. She doesn't know. I feel oh, so judged right now. <laughs> there it is, right there. Um, so and, judged. And and I, steel magnolias. Okay. You're a woman. I, That's impossible. I've also never seen The Notebook, and I'm a woman. Yeah, I've never so. seen The Notebook either. You've but seen Steel Magnolias? Dude, I watch Julie Roberts have a seizure three, four times a year. What are you talking about? And then, of course, here's the big one. The big one-two punch. The, my gosh, April, I might need to fire you. The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2. I don't. I have no idea how you're what a fully functioning human being in America. <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible. That's un. That is a. That is an unreal I list. I just don't sit home and watch movies by myself. That that is a list that somebody in communist Russia created, <laughs> where they're like, "When I get free, these are the movies I'm seeing," and you, with your freedom, nothing. That's shameful. The Godfather. But I know all about Facebook, and nobody in China knows about that because they can't use it. Have you heard about Google and the Feds? So the oh. So you know that Google works with, with China. They're building search engines for China. They're in, enabling censorship. It's, it's ugly. As, Google is an evil company. The feds, it's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Chiefs Dunford, Joseph Dunford, I believe is his name, um, has, is going to Google to say, hey, you have to stop working with China because what you're doing for them on, on some of these projects is aiding their military and putting us at a disadvantage. You have to stop. So how do you tell a company they have to stop? And the only thing I can tell you is I'm a free market guy. But if your work is endangering the lives of Americans and, and, and putting them at, at, at risk for the stealing of, of data and the stealing of, of technology and trade secrets, you might very well have a case for national security that you have to stop. And what's their corporate motto again? Uh, uh, do, do no evil. Do no harm. Do no evil. Do no evil, I believe. Um, I believe it's sell your, uh, sell your data. I believe that's the corporate uh, of, of, of Google. Sell your data. That's kind of who they are. Uh, listen, uh, Fanimation, thrilled that they're a sponsor, Fanimation.com. This is the Polina Red Label. you got to go uh, check that out. We're here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. BlendBarCigar.com. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs> 